Welcome everyone. This is Dr. Jesse Morris with the Fantasy Doctors. Uh, and first, I, I wanted to uh, represent my Red Sox. Who, who hey, I'm going to cut this off. I cannot take this. I'm cutting this off. So uh, that, that's for starters. Uh, let me spin you back around. Uh, oh, uh, check out this crazy uh, spinning head uh, helmet that I got. That, that's my Patriots. That's, uh, it's literally spinning. It's, it's, it's incredible. Um, so, okay. So this is uh, week six. We are talking about the second round of, uh, of uh, all different uh, running backs. We have, I feel like 80% of running backs are injured this week that are actually playing. This episode is going to specifically cover guys like Fournette and, and Zeke and Gio and, 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 and carry on uh, Lamar Miller and, and Corey Grant. So as a big Cowboys fan, what are your thoughts on all of these bumps and bruises with Zeke? And, and is he going to be able to kind of sustain this level of um, just dominance in impressive yards per carry at 5.2, I believe it is. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive his yards per carry are over five yards. What's surprising to me, though, is that he's still, when you watch, I mean, being a Cowboys fan, when I watch the game, I still don't feel like the Cowboys are putting as much weight on him as they should. I do think that they still continue to rely on this, uh, this passing by committee game plan that just isn't working when they do it. I do think that uh, Zeke, Zeke can carry a bigger load. I think he needs to carry a bigger load for the Cowboys to be successful. And just like Saquon and Adrian Peterson, I mean, he is a stud. He, he carries that load. And just like Emmett Smith was not prone to injuries, I don't think that Zeke is here either. So he'll have these little bang-ups here and there, but I don't, I'm not worried about him. And I think the Cowboys need to give him 25, yard, or 25 carries a game, maybe up to 30, and let him be the commander of the offense. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't think they have a shot at winning if Zeke doesn't have at least 25 touches, especially not this week because they're playing the Jaguars. And while the Jaguars got blown up last week, just a monster game by Mahomes, but that kid is ridiculous. Yeah, he's incredible. But, but, but unfortunately, Dak isn't that talented and doesn't have the weapons that, that, that Mahomes does. So you have to rely on Zeke. I think they should use Zeke like the Cardinal used DJ a couple of years ago. Where I mean, if he's not running, if he's not running routes, uh, 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 you know, he's running the ball behind the line. Like it should be eighty percent Zeke, uh, and then dib and dab with Swaim or or Beasley or something. Because right now yeah. they they're just trying to throw to random people that aren't catching the ball, aren't doing a very good job, and then they just turn it over and they're doing like the least one of the least amount of plays uh, in the game, like, you know, each no, game. Absolutely right. I mean, he needs to be the cornerstone of the offense. And he's, I just don't think that the Cowboys have accepted that identity yet. I and mean, until they do, I think they're going to continue to have a mediocre season. So Leonard Fournette, this, I feel bad. I, at this point, I don't know if I feel bad for the guy or whatnot, but so I, I actually did something earlier and I broke it down because everybody's super frustrated for the people that were high on him. I was high on him, but I was just concerned about his injury risk. What happened over the past six or seven weeks and why is he potentially out to week 10? So basically, I'm going to break it down for you. Uh, basically, he suffered a mild to moderate hamstring strain in, in week one. So I'll call that a high-end grade one, a, a middle-of-the-road middle grade two, which is significant uh, swelling and a partial tear of the hamstring. Now, those in general are going to take 
three to six weeks to return. That was week one. He returned in week four. So best case scenario, he was maybe 80%. At that point, he didn't even last a half a game, and he re-injured it. So obviously he wasn't ready. I don't know their, their protocol for hamstrings. I don't know if he was able to air it out physically and hit top speed in practice before he went onto the field. If he did it, that's a poor mistake and that's a poor decision. But now they can't risk him coming back too soon and being done for the rest of the year or having a complete tear and needing surgery. So it is in my opinion that he should definitely be out for at least two to three more weeks. And with their buy in week nine, I think it's smart to just shut him down for week 10 because if they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to need him in the playoffs. End of story. Yeah, I think that you make a valid argument. And if he didn't have the re-injury and so quickly, I would argue that maybe he comes back week seven, week eight. But that concern, you know, so first of all, I have to say the fans need to listen to what we're saying. We we were calling this at at week one that, hey, this is going to be up to six weeks. And people were dumping on us on Twitter about this. And then he comes back and he re-injures. And you know what? I hate to say we told you so, but we told you so. And, and so now I think you bring him back too soon. You risk – he's proven to us that he's prone to re-injury. It's happened last season, throughout the season. It's already started happening this season. So you make a very valid point that if you don't need him and you need to try to save him to when you really need him in the playoffs, uh, if you're heading that way, then why not continue to ride Yeldon? And now you signed off Charles, Lamar Charles, so or Jamal Charles. Why not try to ride these guys out and try to continue to buy time until Fournette's healthy enough to come back without re-injuring? So I agree with you absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think Geldon looks fantastic. I mean, Charles is filler right now. Wilds, I think, is on and off the roster. But I would rock and roll with Geldon. I think I think they'll unfortunately beat your Cowboys for, for your sake. I think they'll beat them this week only because um, Yeldon looks fantastic. They don't, I don't think they're, the, the Cowboys are going to be able to put up the points that the Chiefs did. Um, and, and Bortles can, can kind of have his decent way. I don't know if Lee's back. I haven't really heard anything about him. No, so, he's, he's uh, going to probably be out for another week or so. Yeah, so that Yeldon definitely is, should be a great play this week again because he's going to get most of the, the carries, um, and, and, and they still have a couple of dynamic wide receivers. And we'll talk about their tight end later. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. So uh, keeping with the theme of hamstrings, what are your thoughts on Dalvin Cook this week? Well, you know, Dalvin Cook has said he's not 100%. And so, uh, again, just like Fournette, I worry that he comes back too fast, too soon. And if I'm a fantasy owner, I want him to prove to me that he can actually last the whole game. Um, And so – the first week that you see him back, unless you know we're, we're two or three weeks down the line and he's got more time to heal, I would be concerned if he comes back this week that you play him this week. I think that you, know, you, you again, let him prove to you that he's healthy enough to be under roster. Yeah, and, and the thing is the Vikings offense is completely different without Cook. They do not have a running – a respectable running tandem without him. I mean, Murray just hasn't looked very good. Boone is just, you know, he's there. He's an underactive free agent, and he's got some talent. But unfortunately, Cook is dynamic. He just hasn't been able to stay healthy, and coming off of the ACL makes it even harder. So if I was the team doc, I, he would be out week six. I don't know where their buy situation is, 
but he would be out week six because I think he's too high risk. You're going to have another Fournette situation where he comes back too soon, he re-injures it, and now he's out for another six weeks or whatever. Give him another week. Let the offense and, 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 and Cousins and, and, and the wide receivers work their magic, and hopefully they should be able to uh, pull off a win. Um, they're playing the Cardinals. I don't see why they shouldn't. Um, so that's my thoughts. I've had several questions on this are we, uh, on, on Cook already. It's in his best interest to sit this week. I will, that's, I'm, that's what I'll leave it. Yeah, no, I agree with you, and especially in a scenario where you don't really – I don't think you need him to win. Why not give him time he needs to heal? Yeah. Um, so Giovanni Bernard uh, still out with an MCL. This is the Mixon show. He actually looked quite good last week. He, um, he got 20-something touches. He's actually running the second most touches out of all running backs. Which is uh, crazy. Because he yeah, was yeah. right? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. on averaging the second most. So either way, he's, they threw him back into the fire. He looked a lot better than I thought he would. So, um, But either way, it sounds like he did not have a re-injury. So he will be the lead back again. They don't really have much faith in, um, in Walton. So it's going to be the Mixon show again. And they have a crazy matchup with the Steelers. So the Steelers can't stop anybody. So it's going to be another shootout. Yeah, I think it's going to be another shootout, and Mixon, again, just like you said, has shown us that he's ready to go. I mean, what a great performance he made on his first week back. Um, and so give Bernard the time he needs, and, and until Mixon struggles, he is the, the go-to back for, for the Bengals. And so you ride him and you let him get, you get the yards. Oh, yeah, he should be. I mean, Lions uh, on Johnson got just sniped this week, and this was classically Garrett Blunt. He's got like six yards for two touchdowns, it was just like – it was just – it was a slap in the face, but this is just how it is. This is how it is. So, I mean, unfortunately, carry on looks – he looked really good, but he suffered an ankle injury. It sounds like it's mild. They really haven't said anything, but he's on a bye, so I'm not overly concerned anyway. Um, as of right now, I think he'll be ready, rock and re- uh, ready to rock and roll in week seven, but we can talk about him next week. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be good to go week seven. The bye couldn't be at a better time for him. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lamar Miller. So this was kind of fascinating and frustrating for a lot of people. Thankfully, I was uh, aware of it, and I didn't start him or, or play him in anything. And I don't really have him, but um, he's dealing with a chest contusion. Now, not, I, that usually overly doesn't concern me, but the problem was they made him active for that game. But he was specifically in a reserve emergency role, and Blue was the lead back. But when you make someone active, you're under the impression that there's another RB1. In my head, they're going to be the starter, and they're going to play. But that wasn't the case at all. I don't even think he got into the game. Uh, and, and, and it left a lot of people with a, a bad taste in their mouth. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that uh, it was a little bit misleading. Um, I watched the game. I don't remember seeing him even have a carry. I could be wrong, but I think that he was uh, pretty much just there uh, almost as a decoy. So um, we'll see if what they do again this week. Look for him to be on the roster. The Texans are playing the Bills, which is uh, – I think it's actually going to be a little bit of a, a challenging matchup here. Um, but but uh, just I would be careful with him. Yeah, the Bills' defense actually looks pretty good. Yeah, this no, actually that's what may I think. not be a bad – yeah. The, the Texans-Cowboys game is really interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills take him into overtime as well. I mean, the, the Bills are feisty, man. They, they're just – you know, they, they, they keep somehow winning. It's like the Jets last year. Like, I don't know how you're winning, but you're winning. 
You know, all that matters at the end of the day is that W. So I agree with Amen. you. Uh, it'll, it should be a yep. good game. For, for wrapping up this section, we'll talk about uh, Jaguars Corey Grant. So this is an unfortunate injury. The kid's good. I like him. He's, 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 got, he's got some fire underneath him. He's kind of – he was playing a little Batman-Robin role with, um, uh, with uh, Yeldon while Fournette's out. But unfortunately, he suffered a, what we call a Liz Frank injury. Why don't you tell the listeners why this is such a significant injury? I actually saw one of these yesterday in clinic, and the poor lady was miserable. So I was like, yep, I know what he's feeling. Yeah, this is a big injury. I mean, if you look at the arch of your foot and you put your hand kind of right in the middle of the arch, on the top part of your 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 foot from the bottom is a, uh, a ligament complex called the Lisfranc complex, the Lisfranc ligament. It's a tiny little complex, but it is very important in the structure of your foot, keeping your arch where it's, it needs to be and also helping keep your foot where it needs to be. When you tear it and it's an unstable injury, that needs surgery to put plates and screws on that area to stabilize the arch. Without surgery, your arch will collapse over time and your foot will drift outwards. So major injury, six to eight months to return to play. Obviously, the season's over. Um, he may have already had surgery. I think that was happening at some point this week. I don't know if it happened yet. I'll look for that to happen. If it hasn't happened yet, it should happen at some point this week. And then it's the road to recovery. And he should be fine long term. Yeah, this is a this is a surprisingly very painful injury. Like people can't even like put weight on their foot. Like it's legit painful. So it's just <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. I mean, I mean, as an orthopedic surgeon, I'm also a foot and ankle specialist, and it's amazing to me how people take their feet for granted and suddenly have an injury like this, and you realize, holy crap, my feet are important to me, my life. Oh yeah, I mean, try walking with a with a foot that you can't put weight on. It's just like. And then try running on it as a running back. Like that's no way you're done. That's it. Yeah, no. we're done. Not this year. This year anyway. But so that'll wrap up this round. There's a third round uh, of, of running backs for week six. Um, I wanted to briefly tell you about some of the ways you can find us and some of the other stuff we have to offer. So the fantasy dose is is our cool analytic stuff that allows you to kind of gauge how significant this injury is and how it's going to infect them from a analytics, non-biased human perspective, all data. And it also, uh, the, the top plays, uh, uh, like 10, top 10, 15 plays for each category have been really good. Um, after I break down all my plays for the week without the fantasy dose, I then go back and compare them, and they've been surprisingly very good. Every once in a while, you'll have a fluke game like Fitzpatrick in the beginning that just is not anticipated. But for the most part, the dose has been really good. The value plays are a little harder just because of that you're trying to find a diamond in the rough. But for the most part, check out the site uh, if, you're, if you're looking to see this guy over that guy. It's a good option. Celine, why don't you tell them about where, how they can contact us and, and, and whatnot. Yeah, so if you want to find us, the easiest way to do it is on Twitter. We're, we're very responsive there, both Jesse and myself, as well as our whole team at the Fantasy Doctors. So it's at the Fantasy DRS. You can find uh, uh, each of us individually by our name. Um, and then also check out our uh, Fantasy Doctor website, as well as the YouTube channel, where Jesse and I will kind of give you constant insight into major injuries uh, from a medical perspective, but also kind of break it down so that it's understandable to you and give you real insight into what's the real return to plays and what it means for their performance when they come back. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, take care. Check out the uh, uh, some of the other ones we're dropping and uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. All right, take care, guys. See you guys.